0: I was really struggling as we walked through the aftermath. It just felt like every day was a struggle. It was hard to breathe sometimes. It was hard to just function day to day. And it was so lonely.
1: When Carrie learned of her husband's affair, she felt betrayed by God. She lost hope until she heard a Focus on the Family podcast.
2: The reason why I listened
0: to it over and over again is because it felt like I was sitting down with a friend
2: who was telling me, like, I've been there, and it's okay, and you can do this, and I promise in the end it's going to be worth it, and it just broke me in a good way.
1: I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can heal more broken marriages, like Carrie's, and give families hope. Please call 800-the-letter-A-and-the-word-FAMILY. That's 800-A-FAMILY. Or donate at focusonthefamily.com slash hope, and your gift will be doubled.
0: I know as a parent, it feels sometimes like you are caught up. It's a rush that never ends, errands nonstop. But what if there was a way that you could inject some fun with your kids into those scenarios instead of being all stressed out? I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting department here at the ministry. And we're going to hear now from Julie Lavender, who has some really wonderful insights for how to create meaningful moments with your kids, even in uh, simple, ordinary days uh, full of nonstop errands.
1: Here she is now with Jim Bailey. You mentioned running errands can be a opportunity to do something unique with your kids. Now, most people that are going to the grocery store, picking up dry cleaning, dropping off something... Don't see it as a fun opportunity. So, right. how do we adjust our thinking?
3: Well, I think that can be kind of hard. But I think if we just can kind of add ten minutes to the day uh, of the errand running, then then maybe we add an extra stop. We get ice cream halfway through the uh, you know, halfway through the errands.
1: You might be my favorite mother. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we
3: love our ice cream treats. We love our sweet treats. Um, you know, halfway through, you might we might could have stopped at the park and played for a little bit, or if we. Even if you don't have time for that, you know, when we get in the car, we're thinking, okay, I got to go here first, then I got to go there, and the. But if we can kind of put that aside, maybe have our list over here. But in the car, even play some imaginary games. We we just used to love to do all kinds of imaginary things, and it might be we say, okay, we're we're playing an imaginary game of hide and seek. You can hide anywhere in your Mima's house, and we're going to ask yes or no questions, and then we're going to guess where you are. Um, so we use our imagination to come up with things like that, just to help that time pass by.
1: I think that's great. I never did anything like that. Did no, you? I, yeah. I think I really imagination. Like that
3: idea. Uh, of hide-and-seek. I think that's great. You know, you need no tools or uh, utensils or anything for that. You just use your imagination and words and communicate. You know, another one that was in the book that
1: I really appreciated was playing the ABC game at the grocery store. I wish I would have thought of that
3: Years ago, you especially know? When, when you're the homeschooling teacher, then you're hunting any excuse like that, you know. But, <laughs> but then that's fun, and that helps them arrange the groceries in the cart or help you look for it on the shelf. <laughs> I was or...
1: trying to get beyond asparagus and apple sauce, and then go to the mm-hmm. broccoli. Well, I'm
3: not sure if we got every leg. Baking we soda. Did. We found most of them.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, what'd you put for the Z? I don't <laughs> know.
3: Uh, zucchini. <laughs> That would work. She's good, Jim. She's (laughs) practiced.
1: Serving others uh, together can be a great lesson for your kids. That was another thing that you mentioned. Uh, Describe how you, in essence, do the parental setup to make sure that your kids are being exposed to helping others.
3: Well, and I think that's so important uh, to show our kids to be the hands and feet of Jesus and to serve others. And we kind of fell into that. I didn't do that early on, but when my oldest was five years old, we took a trip to California, and that was his first experience seeing a homeless person uh, laying on a bench on a newspaper covered up in a in a tattered blanket. And he started asking questions, and I tried to be very honest, and I answered all his questions. And I said, you know, he's just having some trouble right now, and I don't think he has anybody to take care of him. And he looked up at me and Oh, it still makes me cry. He said, but doesn't he have a mommy? And, you know, as much as that made me feel like, well, I'm glad I've taught him that as a mommy, I'm going to take care of his needs. It just made me realize I've got to show him we've got to help others who don't have somebody who can take care of them. So... Even while we were on that trip, we bought coupons at McDonald's and we handed them out to the ones that we would see. We did a few other things there. But then we just tried to do other things. We baked cookies for a a women's shelter. We served in a soup kitchen. And these were spread out over the children's uh, lifetime. But uh, worked in a soup kitchen. We rang the charity bell. Uh, We would even do simple things like return the grocery carts to the corral if there was a Wandering cart in the parking lot. We would return that to the corral, you know, and and so really, I think it made an impression because my kids, uh, they were very involved in church. We all were, and as middle schoolers, high schoolers, and when they were in college, they wanted to participate in mission trips and absolutely loved it.
0: Danny, Julie brought up how it's good for our kids to be involved in serving, and I wonder if there was a time. Uh, when you went as a family and served, like there was a Thanksgiving time when we took the whole family and we did the meal for the homeless. And it was, it was not a great experience. It wasn't mm-hmm. terrible, but my hopes for it got kind of dashed <laughs> along the way. So have you had a g- good opportunity or maybe one that didn't turn out so well?
2: One that I'm thinking of that was a lot of fun was one uh, in our neighborhood. Uh, my kids gathered their friends it was a, a service day i invited some of the staff from uh, the parenting department folks on the family and it was a big service day serving this particular one particular family the mom with severe mental health issues she would uh, she had hallucinations oh. and the dad was bedridden and the son the adult son had severe um, autism in their house they just their yard was out of control they were getting notices from the neighborhood And the kids loved to go serve. Mm. This young man that had had autism came out. He was grumpy about being outside, doing yard work with us. And it was fun to watch just all the kids interact with him and bring life to him. And then we had tons of, uh, literally tons of rock that we had to move. We had to put plastic down together. There was coordinating. And I saw my kids just enjoying the day serving there. And then there were some other neighbors that we got to serve as well, just whatever yard work they needed Mm -hmm. that they couldn't do. And the kids came to life. We took pictures, we... We had fun serving, and uh, we still look back at that day with a, a lot of great memories and some laughter. Yeah,
0: I, I do have a great memory of our kids uh, when we took a trip of a lifetime to Peru, and we worked at an orphanage there for about a week. It was over Christmas time, and I have so many fond memories of watching my kids engage very naturally with these other children. But these other kids came from really hard places, and they had very very little. My children played soccer, they hung out, they held the little ones, they served. It was a really rich moment. Again, that's, that's not everyday uh, engagement, but that comes from a heart that says, I've learned how to serve. And, and I hope that as a parent, you're finding encouragement from this episode to look for places and opportunities to plug in uh, as a family, to have your kids plug in, and to learn how to serve. Now, at our website, we're going to have a number of uh, articles for you to read, including one called Love One Another. These are all designed to help uh, equip you to take better advantage of those opportunities God puts in your path for your kids to serve. And please know that podcasts like this are possible because of generous supporters who donate to the ministry of Focus on the Family. Um, If you've gotten some value from what we provide here on these podcasts, please Uh, Kind of pay it forward, if you will. Make a donation to the ministry and make it possible for us to continue producing podcasts and offering encouragement. For your donation of any amount today, we'll send a copy of Julie Lavender's book, 365 Ways to Love Your Child. You'll find all the details in the show notes. Next time, uh, we'll hear from Allison Botkey. A very difficult story. Uh, Her son struggled with a drug addiction. Uh, But she found hope in God in the midst of it all. I'm John Fuller, and for Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.
4: A mysterious phone call and a new nemesis? Emily Jones and Matthew Parker are on the case. I just need to find out who this person is. Oh, it sounds like a real mystery. It all starts with a phone caller threatening to blackmail Jones and Parker's friend Jeremy. But this new nemesis won't stop there. Can Emily and Matthew figure out who this blackmailer is before it's too late? Solve the mystery with them by reading Jones and Parker Case Files, The Nemesis. It's the second book in the series with 16 new stories full of fun, faith, and intrigue. It's a great way for kids ages 8 to 12 to sharpen their detective skills while learning important values. Inspect clues. Examine the evidence and try to guess who done it.
2: This is going to be harder than I thought Mr. Whitaker. Uh-huh. Oh stop saying that Priscilla relax We're going to have a blast
4: For more go to adventures in odyssey.com slash Jones and Parker That's adventures in odyssey.com slash Jones and Parker.